This is the Riley Rose and Shamers podcast. Now, our next guest is Rob McKnight, who runs the podcast uh, TV Black Box. I don't Mm -hmm. know if runs is the right word. Host the podcast. Rob, you there? I am. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. Rob knows everything yeah. about TV. That's why we get him on. Now, yeah. Rob, we want to talk to you about, there's been a lot of talk about Married at First Sight, and yeah. especially in the last week, yes. because there's been a few editing stuff-ups. Yep. Yes. Yeah, we want to know. Let's cut straight to the tri- yep. scr- straight to the chase. Is it fake? Is it scripted? Um, I don't know if scripted is the right word, but don't believe for a moment anything you see on reality TV is real because that while they may not script it the producers certainly have places they think it might go but it's all eventually based on actuality but the producers are in there egging them on what we don't see is like the dinner parties they go for hours and there's a lot of alcohol consumed and then if a contestant says something slightly interesting the cameras will stop the producers will go in and say well you know if you put it this way it'll uh, get more of a reaction and they won't let them go until they get what they want. So the producers are definitely involved and shaping the narrative, but it's not scripted as such. Do you think the contestants are getting, you know, they've been there for three hours, four hours already, and they're like, God, we know what they want. Let's just give them Mm. a good fight. Let's give them a good drama so we can all go to bed. Absolutely. And, of course, what what do you like when you have a few too many drinks as well? You you lose those inhibitions, don't you? And uh, Riley's anyway. You know, if someone's annoying you, you know, and you know they want a bit of drama, you might just play up to the cameras a bit as well. I love it. Well, I've always said that. Never trust reality TV. It's Mm. always fake. Everything is always being manipulated. manipulated And things do change in the edit as well, too. You know, like when they've got all the material, you know, that's why you see the same cutaway of the same person drinking the same glass of wine (laughs) because they're doing all these edit points to say the narrative that they want. Having said that, if a person says something, they've actually said that, so they do have to take responsibility for it. That's true. Absolutely. Now, Rob, you've been in the TV industry for many, many years. Do you watch Married at First Sight? Are Mm. you a fan of it? Do you know, I haven't actually been watching it much to, I guess, my shame. Um, (laughs) You know, but um, at the moment, we're um, in in the middle of a transition lifestyle, and it's sort of the time where we're putting kids to bed. So, um, and it's a big commitment. If I watch a show, I want to watch everything. At the moment, I'm more into Russian Doll and uh, um, a few shows on Netflix. Dirty John? Yeah, do you watch Dirty John? I haven't. Oh, oh you got to watch it, Do Rob. yourself a favour. <laughs> hey, listen, you actually wrote a really interesting article only this morning about the management at Channel 10. You reckon uh, there could be a couple of chainsaws to some throats? Yeah, look, it would appear the big bosses at Channel 10 are on borrowed time if the rumours around the network are to be believed. And those rumours are getting very, very strong. There's no, there's no doubt staff are disillusioned with management because management haven't delivered on promises, yet they're taking huge bonuses. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bonuses, even though 10 aren't rating. 10 this year is now the fourth, fourth network on television behind the ABC. So it's a battle between seven and nine, then the ABC and then 10. And for a commercial network to end up behind the national broadcaster is a huge issue. And I'm hearing that the whispers are getting louder and louder, that CBS are very unhappy with 10's executives because 2019 was meant to be the year they came out of the gate, they went strong. But there doesn't seem to be a cohesive idea from 10. They're going for an under-50s market, they say, but they commission shows like um, Dancing with the Stars, which mm. traditionally has always skewed towards an older audience. Yeah. So even though they, they're saying we're this, 
they're going against that and they're not understanding why it's not working. It is in disarray and what I'm hearing, and I don't know if this is disillusioned staff just getting wanting change or whether it's based on actual fact, but the rumours are CBS have had enough and time is up. And you've never known Channel 10 to make drastic programming changes at the last minute like they are. Changing rooms didn't work. They flipped it to the weekend. They've rearranged their whole schedule. They've made programming amendments for Tuesday because they got a really low figure of 8.1%. This network used to stand by shows and actually let them evolve and build an audience. Not anymore because they're not meeting KPIs and their jobs are on the line. Now, really quickly, we've got to wrap it up, but I want to know, Mm -hmm. do do you think instant streaming services are drastically affecting the uh, 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 free-to-air television stations? Absolutely. You just talked, we just talked about it. You were talking about Married at First Sight and I had to admit I've been watching Stan and Netflix at night. You know, when my wife and I settled down after putting the kids down, we're we're actually catching up on The Handmaid's Tale at the moment Mm -hmm. um, through Stan. So I've only just discovered that show. Goodness me. Um, But yes, streaming services are absolutely playing a part, which is why the networks are doing stripped programming. Once upon a time, you'd have a different program on every night. But at the moment, Channel 9 can say, 7.30 7.30 every night, married at first sight. And so viewers know, or at least four nights a week, where to go for that hit of entertainment, yeah. a program they've become invested in. That's why stripped programming is the future of commercial television. All right, Rob, we've got to wrap it up. Thanks so much, mate. tvblackbox.com.au to read that article for yourself, or you can get his podcast, get TV Black podcast. Box. Rob, your podcast is like listening to insider conversations <laughs> TV. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're very kind, guys. Are we ready? The Catch Up with Riley Rose and Seamus. It's a quiz with your friend, yeah, yeah, Tyson. (laughs) Promise you won't look stupid. Because the answers are obvious. I hope they are. So they're really obvious answers. A border can play along, of course. (laughs) 13, 12, 16. Chime in whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, But these questions are more specific for you two. All right, here we go. Are they about Seamus? Well, Well, let's just see. Beautiful. Let the quiz master master ask the questions. Take it away, bro. This one is for Seamus. Oh, yeah. Oh, far out. Now, Seamus, who sings this song? (laughs) Carlin. Oh, he's in it. It's his. Who is it? Who sings it? Sorry, it's Khalid. Khalid. Right. Yeah, no, I do boo-boo that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, Riley, Mm. this question's for you. Name me the eighth letter of the alphabet. I know it. H. What is H. it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Sorry, no, the answer is H. H with no <laughs> Which is weird. I will say, I personally don't agree with whoever made that up. H. It should be H. It should be H. But it's H. Yeah, it's H. So, unfortunately, both got one wrong. Uh, you guys aren't doing very right, well. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is supposed to be an easy quiz. Um, <laughs> all right, Seamus. Hmm. What orange object do people carve faces in for Halloween? <laughs> I'm going to lock in A for pumpkin. No, that's wrong. No, it's pumpkin. It's pumpkin. Pu- it's pumpkin. pumpkin. It's not pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin with no. a U. <laughs> you guys are doing horrible at this, please. I don't think you can write any more for me. Um, Riley. Oh, <laughs> what car brand has four rings in its logo next to each other? BMW? No, it's... I, I mean, that's wrong. But <laughs> I mainly... And no, it's not the Olympics. It's it's spelt A-U-D-I. Oh, this is funny. What is it? Audi. 
I believe that's where I go to buy my <laughs> eggs and bread yes. and a supercomputer. Yeah, sorry, Riley. Um, it's Audi. Not Audi. Kind of like Audi. what kind of belly button you have. I say it, but you guys don't hear it correctly. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Uh, Seamus? Yeah, mate. Here we go. What country town starting with K has a popular milk brand on the border? Now, yes. some people say Kiwa, some people say Kiwa. I personally say Kiwa. Oh, I think you're saying it right, actually, now. Has he finally learned how I to done? say Kiwa? Yes! yes! <laughs> the crowd goes wild. I can say all of my friends over at Kiwa. Usually, <laughs> usually you do say that one wrong. Okay, one point to Seamus. Riley, Aldi, Coles and Woolworths are the most common places people go to buy their, what word, starting with G... Grated cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Yeah, give it to it. That's pretty good. At one point, eight. Well, I wanted you to say... Um, you say groceries wrong. Oh, groceries. Groceries, you say, <laughs> don't you? So, but anyway, uh, I've got I've got two more here. All right, here we go. Seamus. Yeah, mate. Spell the word biscuit. Oh, biscuit. B-I-S-C-U-I-S. X T. <laughs> Thank you for no. getting it wrong for the sake of the quiz, adding that X in there. But yesterday you spelled it B U I S K. Listen, uh, mate. <laughs> listen, mate. <laughs> Stuff yourself. All right. It was at, it was at five o'clock in the morning. I was half asleep, and I don't care because only I read it. <laughs> I read it too, by the way. Get over yourself. Yeah, Riley. Right. Well, one more for Riley. Here Riley, who sings this song? Oh, what's the name of this song? Yeah. Who? Oh, Dilemma. Um, Dilemma? Who? <laughs> Dilemma. Not Dilemma. Dilemma. <laughs> there you go. Have you been writing these down for the past two years? Someone's got a grudge. Yeah. Someone hates us. Every word that you guys get wrong, I decided to write Little down. Little nitpicker, aren't and, you? And um, since Seamus is leaving, I thought I'd put it in a quiz so we Thank can you. Yeah, send you off. I'm sure everyone on the board got all those correct, though. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's true. I uh, think I won. <laughs> Want more Riley, Rose and Seamus? Catch up now at hit.com.au or weekdays from 6 on the Borders Hit 104.9.